Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this week's episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. We have a good one this week. Here's your case. Okay, well, we have a 57-year-old female who's come from home. Chief complaint's going to be coughing up blood uh, for the last, I guess, uh, this from this morning anyway. Coughing in the ambulance the whole time, so history's just a little bit foggy. She says she's been sick times one week, possibly on O2 regularly. We saw it in the room, but uh, unknown for what. BP, 120 over 80, pulse of 94, respirators are at 20. We have a bag of meds. Anybody have any questions? I know that wasn't uh, a whole lot. Oh, uh, yeah, so we didn't see any blood or kind of how much or anything, um, but maybe like a small pile of tissues. So, anything else? Okay, thank you. Not very specific, right? But that's kind of how emergency medicine is. But this is hemoptysis, coughing up blood. This is emergency medicine 101. It's not a core complaint necessarily. You might only get one or two of these when you're rotating, but as always, my goal is to help you sound smart so that you can get those top one-third scores on your slow. And the way to sound smart is to know an approach to these less common complaints that are still common enough to make it worth your time to study. Today, what I want you to remember are the three types of hemoptysis. If you read the textbooks, there's actually only two official categories, which they call massive and minor hemoptysis. And they have these arbitrary definitions like if your patient coughs up more than 100 mLs or 200 mLs of blood, that's massive hemoptysis. I don't like that definition because just like in this case, it can be hard to get objective numbers from patients. And I think it's much easier to use my three categories instead. My three categories are super mild, streaky hemoptysis, typically bronchitis, scary but stable hemoptysis, which needs a workup, and then the, oh my God, dear God, that's a lot of blood, please stop bleeding, oh crap, they're drowning in their blood, hemoptysis, vitals unstable, crashing patient, resuscitate. And we're going to cover each one of them today. But before we get started, let's just go through our differential diagnosis just a bit. Lots of things cause hemoptysis. The most common cause, and your attendings will want you to know this, is bronchitis. The airway gets all irritated and bleeds a bit. No big deal. But really, anything that irritates the lungs can cause hemoptysis. So, other infections. Classically, tuberculosis is the other big one and is actually the most common cause of hemoptysis globally. You can see this in homeless populations. Pneumonia is another cause of hemoptysis. Cancer is probably an obvious one. Pulmonary embolism. PE is a fun one that attendings love to ask about. And then the other big category is vasculitis, like Good pastures, Wegner's, and all that stuff you are learning right now for the USMLE. Bronchitis, TB, pneumonia, cancer, PE, the vasculitides. So let's hit our approach for each category of hemoptysis, keeping that in mind. Type 1, super mild streaky hemoptysis. Remember, this is usually bronchitis, and this is easy. 
there is literally almost nothing to do, you get a chest X-ray just to screen for some of the other causes of hemoptysis. That chest X-ray should be normal. And if it is normal, you can send these patients home. You just need to be sure they follow up with their doctor. Done. Let's not spend any more time on the super mild, super common streaky hemoptysis. Our second category, scary but stable hemoptysis. You look at the patient and they really look great. And then they get into a coughing fit and a bunch of just straight up blood splashes into the emesis bag they're holding. Like not mucusy stuff, but blood blood. All right. So this is a bit more concerning, obviously, than just simple bronchitis. Here's what you put in your plan for these situations. Labs in CT. Technically, you can probably get away without a CT, but I always recommend one. And as med students, you should really err on the side of more reasonable testing, in my opinion. It makes you seem thorough and gives you a chance to show off how solid your differential diagnosis is. So get a CT scan and order some labs. What do you get? I mean, CBC is probably obvious. It gives you a hematocrit, a hemoglobin, platelets, all of which are useful. Keep in mind here that with rapid bleeding, it takes six hours for those labs to catch up with the actual blood count in the body. A coag panel like the PTT and the INR, again, makes sense. Electrolytes in your analysis. What you're doing here is a few things. One, those electrolyte levels are required because contrast has been theorized to cause kidney issues. So radiology is going to want that before they scan your patient. But electrolytes and urinalysis also screen for those vasculitides, Wagner's, good pasture, some of those other causes that are easy to forget about. So pulling this all together for scary but stable hemoptysis, CT, CBC, coags, electrolytes, urinalysis. And then after these, you can kind of decide if they should come into the hospital or not. But they definitely need a pulmonologist, not just a primary care provider. Then the last category Oh my God, dear God, that's a lot of blood. Please stop bleeding. Oh crap, now they're drowning on their own blood hemoptysis. These patients are dying. Their vitals are unstable. They look really sick. And they actually are going to die, typically from asphyxiation, unless you save them. It's actually usually less about the blood loss and more about those little alveoli being filled up with blood. So when this happens, what do you do? Repeat after me. Intubate bronch consult. Typically you're consulting either cardiothoracic surgery or interventional radiology, but you got to intubate bronch consult. There are some other tricks like keeping the bad side down. So gravity is working in your favor, but what you need to remember is intubate bronch consult with these. Some major artery somewhere is shooting into the lungs and filling the lung up with blood. So you do all of the same things as before, but now you're going to intubate bronch consult. That's what this patient needs to fix them. That wraps up this episode. Three types of hemoptysis. Mild and streaky, get a chest x-ray. This is probably bronchitis, but you get the chest x-ray to rule out other things. Scary but stable hemoptysis. You do a bit more of a workup. You get a CT scan in addition to the chest x-ray, some labs, and then bad, bad, bad hemoptysis. Intubate bronch consult. 
send me your fill in email, Z-A-C-K or P-H-I-L at emclerkship.com. We would love to chat with you. Please, if you're a big fan of this podcast and listening to every single episode, please leave an iTunes review. It really helps us out. Just a heads up, no episode next week. I've got ACLS, PALS, NRP, a bunch of residency stuff going on, so I'm not going to have time to do an episode next week. Listen to some old stuff if you want. Take a break for yourselves, but we will be back in two weeks. And until next time, keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.